This is Rebecca Foster, and you are listening to Andy Clark on Severn FM. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7 FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favorite fitness program, The Great British Breakfast. The easy way to start your day. Paulie boy, Paulie boy, Paulie boy, Paulie boy. <laughs> It certainly is the best way. I've had some porridge for my breakfast. Ooh, uh, do you know, I meant to eat a banana before I came in here. I, oh, I got one in the car. Have you? Yeah, but it's for me. That's how it starts. I know. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> what have you been doing then? No, I've had a queerly quiet week. Actually. A queerly quiet week. A queerly quiet week. Queerly. <laughs> Nothing's happened. Nothing. No, I don't think there's anything exciting. No. No. All right, then. You know, I, was going, I went running after last week here. Oh, yes. How did that go? Well, you know, I've been on a zero-carb diet. Mm. Uh, two things don't really mix. I, I, well, I'm surprised that you... Uh, well, what? Why did you even bother? I, to- I told you not to do it, didn't I? I know, I nearly died. <laughs> well, not literally. Yeah. I mean, I was... Well, yeah. It's like trying to drive a car with no petrol in it. Yeah, that's always a <laughs> fundamental flaw in the plan of car driving this. So I've had my porridge this morning for my breakfast. Good man. What about you? I haven't done anything. What have I done this week? Yeah. Oh, mate, what a disaster of a week. What time do I need to mention the P word? The P word? What's the P word? The parking word. Oh, the parking <laughs> word. Oh, yes. Yeah. So I got a, a parking fine this oh. week, in inverted oh, commas. Dear. Of course, I use the word fine because it's a, not illegal to uh, fine people because you can't do that. The only people who can do that is local authorities, I believe. Although I'm not a lawyer. so I, um, I think you're right. I am. So uh, what happened was I forgot to put my um, my uh, £2.20 plus VAT, no, £1.73 plus VAT uh, ticket, which I purchased every day from uh, Apcoa Parking. Do you do it by your phone? Or, yeah, um... I do. And I forgot to do it, so I remembered it at 3 o'clock. So I paid for it then, Yeah, but they charged you slightly less. So instead of paying the, the, the 2 20 including that, it was £1.50 including that. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give them a ring and say, I forgot to pay today, but I'm going to pay the difference. And when I got back, there was a yellow thing. It's an offence to move this thing. Well, firstly, it's not an offence. Okay, so let's just get that straight. Second, that's what they say. Private car park. Is it a private car park? It's owned by British Rail, uh, for, by First Great Western. So I reckon that's private, because I've just found an article which might. It, yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So uh, I paid the fifty quid simply because um, the reason is because my leasing company will charge fifty pound if they write to them, which mm. they will do if I don't pay it. So I'm going to pay it, and then I'm now going to dispute it, and I'm going to take them to court. Good. That's what I would say. Yeah. So it says here, the RAC have looked at this, um, and apparently penalties... Oh, it says about overstays, but it's probably the same thing, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, could be unenforceable, they've said. Good. Um, said the penalties are much more expensive than compensation for a genuine loss incurred by the landowners, which is kind of what you've said, isn't it? Um, but if you pay it anyway, and I, which I did before well. I got back... So apparently, uh, it's had a report compiled by a barrister called John DeWall, QC. Oh, yeah. uh, he said they're levering, levying charges on drivers which were disproportionate to the losses suffered. Uh, yeah, so you've got to look at the Protection of Freedoms Act, which has banned clamping, towing, blocking and immobilising. They didn't do that, did they? No. Um, they said that these private car parks are now using overstay penalty charges as an alternative with a system of ticketing which was barely regulated. So there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, EU legislation, they reckon it might be foul of. So I'm going to wait until I've got a bit more time to do it. I'm going to write to them first to, to register a protest. Yeah, how long before you write an ode? <laughs> an ode, an ode to Abcoa. 
That'll, hey. take, that'll challenge your lyrics. Hey, I'll tell you what, and I know this is fatal saying this, I've had I've had uh, stable broadband with no no drops since Monday. Fantastic. Have they done anything, though? No, all they did is did what I asked them to do last Friday when they said they needed someone to visit to do what they oh, said yeah, didn't yeah. need to do in when it, I said it didn't. And they did it on Monday at 12.33, and I was remote, and I got the text message from 7FM saying, service gone down, service gone up. And since then, it's not gone down once. So were you here when they visited? They didn't visit. They didn't need They to. did what I asked them to do. Okay. And so then they, they started... And what I'm going to do is... Because um, this weekend, uh, I've got me Hack RF, haven't I? Yeah, you'll have to States. explain what that oh, is. Oh, I will. I'm going to turn this heating off, though, because it's blimmin' hot in here. It's quite warm. I know, it's the temperature. Uh, but anyway, more less about me, because I'm just boring, aren't I, really? Well... Uh, five days to, it is till the Brit Awards at the O2 on the 25th of the 2nd. It's 23 wow. days till Mother's Day, Paul. Oh, my word. Good job you reminding me about that. Yeah, exactly. 25 days till St. Patrick's Day. And more importantly, how many sleeps till Christmas? Five. Four. Three hundred and three. Two. What? I've already said. Uh, it's 307. Oh, it's close. I'm so how, you out. how many until 2016? Five. Oh. Four. <laughs> three. 392. Two, four. Well, we told you last week the rules, didn't we? Add seven on. I know, but I've forgotten the number I for, you just told me. It was 307. Oh. So what does that make <laughs> 314 it? 314 there. Hey, check you out with your mask, mate. I tell you, <laughs> that's how it starts. Uh, today, it's International Mother Language Day. Uni- UNESCO. Yeah. Yeah. Don't they make um, milk <laughs> stuff? Coffee, I think. Is it? <laughs> them, little, them little machines. Yeah, yeah that's them. Yeah. <laughs> National Sticky Bun Day. Oh, I'm up Where, for that. Where's mine? Yeah. Oh, sti- bun. Sticky Bun, yes. I thought it was Sticky Bum. No, no, no. Card card reading day hey. in the US. These are made up, aren't they? And it's Shahil Day in what? Bangladesh and Martyrs Day in Bangladesh. Oh, what, what's Shahil Day? I don't know. Could you look it up, please? I can, yeah. Thank you. St. Peter Damien's Day, a patron against headaches. Oh, I'm up for... Oh, yeah, I'd like to meet him. I bet you would. And the timeline today, a Fraser star Kelsey Grammer is 60. Okay. 50 years ago today, Malcolm X was assassinated on February the 21st, wow. 1965. Was that a good year? Well, not a good year, obviously, for Malcolm X, but it was a good year for, for the me Moses, and you, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, because uh, we were both, of course, born in that year. We were. Yes. Great year. So Malcolm X, by the way, was uh, born. Malcolm Little was assassinated while speaking at a rally by men affiliated to the Nation of Islam group. There we go. Interesting stuff. Come around in circle. How do you spell Shahil, by the way? Uh, it's S H. Yeah. Shall I spell it phonetically? Yeah. Sierra Hotel, Alpha Hotel, Echo Echo Lima, over. Take out a barbecue. Oh, yeah. Shahil Day. The 2000th National Lottery Draw takes place tonight in the UK. Scottish Conservative Spring Conference continues in Edinburgh. London Fashion Week continues. And Top Gear Live continues at the Metro Radio Arena in Newcastle Lake. Hey. Way, hey, man. Hey there. You know, today's show is brought to us uh, by the letter D. Yes. Uh, which means we've got fantastic songs coming up later at, with Diana Ross at 9.03. And Dave at 9.10. At Dave who? I don't know. Starts with D, doesn't it? OK, well, we've got Dare... Dare? You've, do you, have you ever heard, ever heard of Dare? Not Derry. No. Dare. Dare. Yeah. No. This is Dare. It's called Into the Fire. And they're, I think they're a band from Manchester, if you could have a quick look at that. I think it's something like that. I'm still busy looking up Shahir. Oh, no, you don't want to be doing that. This is Dare. You'll like this, because it's a Clarky type... Uh, it's a Clarky okay. and Paul type song that we would have written if we'd have written it. <laughs> okay. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Have a listen. Go. This is Dare. If you could check out where they're from, I'm pretty sure they're from Manchester. Okay, you'll have to spell it for me. Be back in a minute, it's ten minutes past eight.
So what's your verdict, Paulie boy? Oh, I like that's got the classic 80s rock, hasn't mate. it? Quite literally, mate. Quite literally. It's got a bit of 80s rock type thing, if you know what I mean. Type thing, type thing, mate. <laughs> so where, where did you thing. reckon they were from? I think they were from Manchester, mate. Was it Manchester? Manchester, yeah, Manchester. Certainly very close there, mate. They're from Oldham, England there. Right Oldham? Right. That's in London, isn't it? <laughs> Oldham's up north, isn't it? Oh, Oldham. Yeah. Why'd you go like, off up north, innit, then, like oh, that? Just because I can do that. Are you London sure Oldham's up north? Yeah. So it's near Manchester. Lake. It's a rock, there is a rock band from Oldham, England, fronted by Thin Lizzy keyboard player Darren Wharton. There you go. Formed in 85, and they released eight albums, would yes. you believe, to date? Yes. So there you go. Thrill. Anything else you want to know? I don't know. Yeah. That was called Into the Fire, and I think it was off their album, I forgot what it's called. That's an unusual no. title. That's not. No, that's what's, what it's called. Oh, I see. No, it's not. Is it called Out of the Silence? It could be. Yes, it is. I've got it if you want it. It's great. It's some great stuff oh. on it. And y- you're right. He's got a voice similar to the uh, lead singer of Foreigner. Yeah, yeah. And lots yeah. of others. That's good. Like that. It was good, wasn't it? This week, we, it is, of course, as we all know, National Nest Box Week. I think. Have you got your box ready? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is your box ready? Uh, it ends on the 22nd of Feb, so you've got oh. a couple of days to get that Does that mean I can't cut the hedges after 22nd of Feb? I don't know. You're not allowed to cut them until August, are you? But I don't know when that period starts. Day? I think it's coming up soon. That's because they start nesting and you don't want to chop their heads off. With the not really, no. With the chainsaw. chainsaw, yeah. Chip week in the UK ends the 22nd of Feb, so get them chips out tonight, Paul. Home-cooked chips. Can you beat home-cooked chips? Uh... Well, we only put them in the oven now. A weirdo. Not the same, is it? Well, if you buy one of them little things we got, the fat thing that, that spins them round. You need to call me that, I don't think, really. No, no, but I? if you buy... Honestly, if you buy them... Oh, yeah. well, you put a teaspoon of oil in? Yeah, that's fantastic. Then they taste better than real chips. Do they work? They work like a worky thing. So they really hot Teffle. air and a fan and spins it all round. I'll tell you what, mate. It, take, it takes about 40 minutes to do enough chips for a family. Right. Um, but they taste nice. And if you put a little bit of garlic on them, oh. special sauce. Garlic, yeah. I know your special sauce on it. Yeah, exactly. Tell you that for nothing. Of course, as we all know, it's Fair Pay Fortnight, which ends on the 1st of March in the UK. Mm. And First Time Buyers Fortnight, which ends on the 1st of March. Who makes all these different things up? I don't know. I don't know. And this month, we all know Football versus Homophobia Month of Action. Right. Did you know that? Uh, no, I didn't. Well, you need to, because you're a footballer, aren't you? Well, I played last night. I wouldn't call myself a footballer. No, I wouldn't, either. <laughs> uh, LGBT History Month in the UK celebrates the lives and achievements of lesbian and gay. I did know that. Uh, you did know that? I did know that, Oh, yeah. you did know that. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, National Heart Month as well in the UK. Okay, yeah, we all need one of them. We do. And today's birthdays. Are you ready for some of these? Oh, we'll do a on, few now, and then we'll on. do some later. Uh, Robert Mugabe... Cuddly, happy lucky president of Zimbabwe <laughs> since 1987. <laughs> Guess how old he is? He must be about 75. He is 91 years old. 91? 91 years, sir. 91 years, A couple sir. of weeks ago, didn't he? Exactly, sir. Exactly, yes. <laughs> That's my Welsh accent. That's good. Thank you. 1937, on yep. this day, yep. a very famous actress, act, sorry, very, very famous lady author who lives in Stroud or... Po- uh, no, lives in Painswick, actually. Oh, peasy easy. Yeah. Jilly Cooper. Yes, yeah, she is. How old is she, then? Uh, didn't you say on this day in 37? Yeah. 77. 78. Oh, yeah. Depends when her birthday is when in yeah, 37. Right. Okay. Yeah. Do you know I wear that out so quickly? Very, why? Because my dad was born in 38. Wow. He's not an author, though, nor is he female. No, not anymore. Literally. Exactly. 1943, David Geffen, or is it Geffen? I'm not sure. The American record producer, famous for creating Asylum Records, that released Steph by John Lennon. Donna Summer, of course, Donna begins with D, which we'll be playing the classic, classic song later. Uh, Cher, Sonic Youth, Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses and Nirvana. 
None of them begin with D. He also signed the Eagles, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, and uh, Jack, Jackson Brown, who's 72. Uh, and uh, oh, that is Jackson Brown, who's 72, yeah. by the way. Oh. And of course, he's going to be signing, looking at signing Monkey Face Absolutely. for a 40 billion pound record deal right. to sell three records in two years. Do you know the weird thing? Was it a dream? Right, we got booked. Someone asked us to play a function and black tie ball thing yeah yeah thing mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. i know them yeah. and she said have you got anything online we can listen and i said well no we don't we you know it's word no. of mouth of her yeah so she sent me clips of the other three bands that they're thinking of she and said you just said we're not gonna play now <laughs> and she said i trust your judgment tell me whether it should be you or what these other ones i don't really know what did you say well i haven't answered yet what, what can what, i say what's your thought well let's do it on air why don't we play them now oh, i don't know where they're in an email somewhere uh. Why don't you do it on Wednesday on your show? Because <laughs> oh, Julian's... Cause Julian's yeah, well, we could have a discussion. Why don't you do it? And why don't you yeah. email the lady yeah. and get her to listen, listen. in on live uh, to yeah, your show? Because the thing is, that might sway it for her. If you're crap <laughs> and they're brilliant, <laughs> the fact you're a quality radio <laughs> presenter might actually just swing it. <laughs> it so, might. Uh, do you reckon? Yeah, but if I email her back mm. and say, we're the best by far, then book us, we'll get it. What's but, that? Is an advert that rings? Yeah. Up. What's the strap line? That? Eagle Star. Uh, Eagle Star. Eagle Star. Are the best. Star. Eagle Star. Are the best by far. <laughs> and they gone bankrupt. <laughs> burger Star. The best by far. Yeah. It's a local local burger chain. Yeah. Other burger chains are available. available yeah. Such as McDonald's yeah. and the other one, Happy uh, Thing. Yeah. <laughs> Happy Burger. Happy Burger. Yeah. Who? Haki well, Berber. Ha- <laughs> miss, he's doing it again. A friend of Umar's. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer is 60 today. Of course, we all know him as American actor star of the brilliant US sitcom Cheers. I and it was a school. It is, it is. <laughs> and it's possibly even more brilliant spin-off, Fraser. Ah, oh, never watched that. That's the theme tune. No, no, I just thought I'd sing it for no reason. Rankin Roger. Yay. Yay. Rankin Roger. Music with the ska band The Beat is 54 years old today. And wow. I don't know why I'm talking like that. Because <laughs> he doesn't talk like yeah, that. He Birmingham. talks like this, all right, mate. In fact, we got a quick jingle from him. Do you want to yeah. have a quick listen yeah. to it? Yeah. Do you, do you, Paul? Hear me now. Hear me now. He, did, he does say that at the end, actually. So, yeah. Okay, uh, that's not the right one. Uh, maybe under this one. Let's have a look, shall we? Slebs. Yeah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Have a listen. I'm going to click the button now. Hi, this is Rankin Roger from The Deep, and you're tuning into 7FM. It's the sound that leads the way today. Do it. Oh, he didn't say hear me now at all, does he? No, he says, do it. And what he should have said at the end was, great might. Because as we know, <laughs> all people from Birmingham sound like that. Of course. Of course. Uh, is it time to play another song, Paul? Because I'm into this today. Yeah, why not? Should we do it? Yeah. I also bit my tongue in the week, so every now and then I can feel it rubbing against a tooth, and it, my, my brain must say stop. I thought you meant you bit your tongue as in you wanted to say somebody, something, really. somebody and you didn't. No, I didn't. Did okay. That's not what, no. That's you what it means, isn't it? Doesn't, it may do, but right. I, did, I didn't mean that. So don't ever. Okay. Try and make yourself a bit more clear next Say time. ever again. <laughs> so I think it's time for a, a Dolly Parton one. Uh, oh, no. Oh, no. You've got a bonus there because not only is her name starts with D, she is a double D. She's not a double D. She is? She's bigger than that. Well, I'm just trying to make a joke out of well, D. pathetic joke, because <laughs> I tell you now, because, I mean, <laughs> I'm not sure that it's so... <laughs> Yeah, whatever. I, I think we'll just D. leave that, should we? Should we what? You're a D. I am a D, thank you. <laughs> so this was, of course, used on the very famous um, song. What was it? What famous song was it? Well, it's Dido, I know that. Yeah, but what song was it made famous in before she sang it? What song? Yeah. don't know. You don't really know? don't know. Of course you know. Tell me. No. After. Okay.
you, but you still ain't calling. I left my cell, my pager, and my home phone at the bottom. I sent two letters back and all. All right, so this is the wrong one. This is the song that made it famous. Oh, no, I am confused. Yeah, don't worry. too sloppy when I jot him. But anyways, what's been up, man? How's your daughter? My girlfriend's pregnant, too. I'm about to be a father. If I have a daughter, guess what I'm going to call her? I'm going to name her Bonnie. I read about your uncle Ronnie, too. I'm sorry. I had a friend kill himself over some who didn't want him. I know you probably hear this every day, but I'm your biggest fan. I even got the underground that you did with Scam. I got a room full of your posters and your pictures, man. I like this you did with Rockets, too. That's what's bad. Anyways, I hope you get this, man. Hit me back. Just the chat. Truly yours. The biggest fan is the stand. So this is the song I meant to play, which is Dido, and Thank You, which was used in that song. Ah, the Stan. little, yeah. And it's Stan, it. Dan, here we go. Anyway, I think this is nicer. Yeah, it's much better.
So what's the verdict, Paulie boy? Which song's better? Oh, the second one's it's nice. It's lovelier, isn't it? Nice Don't you think? Song. What a lovely song. Indeed. So, Scramble. It's emerged that the RAF jets were scrambled on Wednesday after two Russian military aircraft were seen off the Cornwall coast. A Russian invasion is the... Well, a Russian invasion is the one the, the Cornish fear most. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But not counting one by the people of Devon. So they, they, yeah. they, they, they're scared, aren't they? People invaded from Devon. Uh, visitors' figures show that two of London's most prestigious fine art galleries has seen UK visitor numbers fall significantly over the past five years. Does it say which ones? The National Portrait Gallery has done okay. It's attracted younger visitors by rebranding the portraits as paint selfies. That's <laughs> not <laughs> true. <laughs> <laughs> you, you couldn't really paint yourself, could you? You'd have to have a mirror. You'd have to have a mirror. Of course, Gas British Gas has reported a big fall in profits yeah. after being hit by the drop in oil prices and by warmer weather. Yes, very mild winter, wasn't it? Apparently, allegedly. Yeah, because, well, uh, to be honest, if they need more money, why don't they just get us to sign up to direct debits when we overpay them, to be honest, before they tell us? <laughs> oh, wait, hang on. <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, we won't be get, uh, paying British Gas any money. No, exactly, because I've just turned my hot tub off as well. Oh, have you? Yeah, so it starts to tell you. We've just had our solar panel thing. We've just worked out the first year. Yeah? I'm still not quite sure how it all works. Well, you wouldn't. We sold back to the grid about £400 or something so far. Good, it's good. But then we get paid for what we use as well, don't we? On top yeah. of that. And we're not using oil because we're heating <coughs> our hot water with electricity. Exactly. That's why I've turned my octave off. Until it gets warmer, I'm going to put it back on about April, May time. How um, often do you use it? Like in the winter oh, then, see, roughly? I'm, I'm not, to be honest. Paul, not uh, it's when Dan says, tub, question mark. <laughs> and I go, he normally sends me a text which says, tub, batty. That's not, the requ- that's not a request. That's an insult he's well, sending you. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I normally say, yes, thank you, batty. <laughs> yeah, if you're not using it, you're keeping it hot for kind of no reason exactly he said with powers of deduction yes we've got some features coming up later working nine till five is not a way to make a living in the southwest ah, li- we're gonna play like dolly so. with that one are we i'd like yes i like yeah. it yeah okay there you go sport that oh way. sorry all right stupid 2015 is to see a new style of glamping of course my neighbor does that over the road i might text him actually and tell him we're going to do that and the technology behind facial recognition oh yes beautiful what a lovely face thank you that wasn't so, my face it wasn't is, was it not your face no so the US and UK, have you heard about this, have accused, uh, been accused of hacking SIM card firms to steal codes? Uh, yes, it's I did read. secret stuff. This, yeah. isn't it? US and British intelligence agencies hacked into a major manufacturer of SIM cards. Was it Gibraltar? No. Oh, it was. It was. Really? Wow. Yes. Uh, I've read ahead. Wow. Uh, of SIM cards in order to steal codes that facilitate eavesdropping on mobiles. So what? A US news website says, The Intercept says the revelations came from a US intelligence contractor. So he should be shot. Oh, it's Ed, our friend Edward Snowden. <laughs> the Dutch company allegedly targeted Gemalto says it ta- is taking the allegations very serious. It operates in 85 countries has, and has more than 40 manufacturing facilities around the world. The Intercept says that the great SIM heist has given US and British surveillance agencies the potential to secretly monitor a large portion of the world's cellular communications, including both voice and data. So that would be the KIKC codes, then, I take it, they're talking about, which we all know what they are. Yeah. They're sent on the IMSI when it does a first TIMSI request across the air interface, which then responds with a TIMSI. And it, sorry. Oh, I thought, I, you know, I thought that's what happened. But uh, no, yeah, just yeah. clarified it. But to be honest, <laughs> this just annoys me. This is sensation, sensationalised. I can't say it with the tongue. <laughs> sensation. I can't say it. The tongue's getting in the way. Sensationalised. Sensa- no, I can't say it now. Sensationalised. Sensationalising in Germanism. <laughs> Germanism. <laughs> Germanism. No. Journalism. I can't even think of the word now. Sensationalising. Sensationalising. Yeah. 
That's it, sensationalising. Yeah, we got it. We got there in the end. It's not Germanism, is it? It's not ger- <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened in the war. No, we didn't like Germans. <laughs> yeah, the Greeks don't, do they? No. Oh, so all that bit of a that, though, isn't it? Sandbags at dawn, isn't it? So they've agreed, though, haven't they? Apparently, I, I heard on the news this morning. Yeah, so it's uh, hugging and kissing. Yeah. Well, they give them four months to sort it out, haven't they? Yeah. Four months. You got four months. You get hundred pound fine. Yeah. If you pay that in two months, you suddenly charge 50 quid. Yeah, and they clamp their car as well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> clamped grease. It's got to be done, hasn't it? Coming around here with their big ideas. Oh, dear. So let's just, let's just, let's just play out that scenario. Okay. So here's a load of money, and we want you, uh, in agreement for you having this money, we want you to do some stuff. Are you all right with that? Um, uh, just for a bit, yeah. Yeah? yeah. You all right with that? Yeah? yeah. Cool, okay. So then a year goes, a couple of years go on, and then somebody yeah. else gets in. So, um... You've now got to just sort of give me the idea that maybe you didn't think it was a good idea. Yeah, you know that agreement we came to? Oh, well, when I lent you all that money? Yeah, yeah it's really yeah. kind of you. Yeah. Really, really grateful. Oh, great. So how's it going? Is it all yeah. going well? Well, we changed our mind. We're going to give it you back now. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I, I don't like the idea of that. Well, um, sorry. It's tough. <laughs> well, surely, though. I mean, we lent you the money in good faith. It was only 240 billion. Yeah. Uh, and, and we said you had to do some austerity <laughs> stuff, and which you're doing, and it's going well. Yeah, but we've got bored of that austerity stuff <laughs> now. It's really rubbish. We it's, can't spend any money. Well, to be honest, that's not acceptable. We want our money back. Oh, uh, well, never mind. So, I'll tell you what, let's come and talk about it again in four months. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> okay. Well, well, I don't know what to say. Blooming Greece. <laughs> God, blimey. I don't know. I think uh, I quite like that, actually. Uh, <laughs> political, topical <laughs> conversation and humour. Brilliant stuff. What we, it's what we do on 7FM. What are you doing? I just sent a text come in, and of course, when I clicked it to read it, guess what happened? It goes. It gone. I think it was our Phil. Oh, yeah, I've got it as well. Okay, let me read it first. Oh, oh, more. Morning, boys. Listening on Ustream again this week. Shame about the fine lack of concentration there, I feel. What? What? Oh, is it because you played the wrong song? Is that what he's Oh, you to? mean Stan. Yeah, wouldn't have happened in his show. Wouldn't have happened in his show. No. He wouldn't have played it for a start. He might have done. He might, he might have played Dare. I he wonder d- if he'd heard of Dare. Well, yeah, of course he did. Do you reckon he's heard of Dare, Manchester band? When did he start working on Radio Caroline? 1914. Was it? Yeah. After the war. He was about 25 then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a beard, though, because he grew the beard. <laughs> yeah. Because he dressed up as a pirate and oh, went down to Radio Caroline. That's how he got on there. He'd gone on there. He was doing a kid's party in 1927. Yeah. And uh, they liked the look of him because he looked like a pirate. pirate. And they said, how about doing this uh, radio show? We're starting a new radio station called Radio Fantastic. Caroline. It's illegal. Yeah. Uh, we're going to broadcast from Never. somewhere in the Solent. And yeah. uh, whatever happens, happens. Are you up for it? Yeah, it never stops Phil, does it? Because no. I always he's got that wooden leg then it, as well. Well, I think it is, yeah. Wow. It is. They call him, uh, they call him, um, they call him. <laughs> they call him when they want him. What's his name? Stumpy. Phil. Eh? Peg, no, that wouldn't work. It's gotta be, Peggy. If he was called Pill, it would work, wouldn't it? Peg Pe- Leg Pill. Peg Leg Pill. I can't think of anything that starts with fur. Well, I can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, on that bombshell, mate. Time for another song. In the D, in the D sort of thing. Now this one is a, is a lovely one from I believe the seventies, and I'm sure it's very popular. Uh, and this is going to look like this is completely planned, which it is, of course. Of course this was by a lovely Greek songwriterist, <laughs> Demis Roussos. He's there. You know it makes sense, mate. This is a bit of Demis Roussos forever and ever. Yeah, he looks a bit like Phil as well. He does. He does. He's yeah. Because he, he died as well last month, yeah. which is a real shame. He just texts me. No, not Phil. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Demis. Never and never, forever and ever, you'll be the one that shines on me like the morning sun. Never and ever, forever and ever, you'll be my spring, my rainbow's end, and the sun. 
Well, there you go. Actually, I can tell you on air. Go on. Yeah, so, I, you know, I was trying to get um, Mandy's husband to do this video for the oh, charity. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't answer, so I was bombarding her with different messages on Facebook and email. But he yeah. never responded as well. He didn't respond to the cordial email address, which I thought was unusual. And I thought my you initial... You it wrong. No, no, it's right. So initial th- my initial thought, cynical me, like, yeah, different when you want me to do something for you, that's fine, you get in touch then, when I want you to do something yeah, well, for me. Yeah, that's what I'd have thought. But that's not fair. Why? He's, he's been in London all week filming, apparently. Oh, right, didn't he doesn't access... Well, emails? I thought... Oh, yeah. Well, me. I'll do it. We'll, we'll do it together, if you want. Anyway, oh, so right. I emailed Manny to say, what, have I got the right email address? He's not answered. And she came back to say, yeah, that's right, blah, blah, he's been in London. Uh, and then, there I go, quote... Uh, I'm so... S- oh, yeah. I'll try to come into the Brecky Show soon. I'm so sorry. Life just become really full-on. Yeah. I thought it would be easier after leaving the paper, but because I'm not at work, my spare, in quotes, time seems to be consumed. They're picking up and dropping off a certain young man in Oxford. Uh. And um, when I'm not being attacked, I'm in the cordial office trying to catch up with the invoicing. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, what a shame. Was that to a 7FM email address? That was from a 7FM. But then I... that'll be going at the end of next week. I, it's the only one I had for her, so <clears> that's the only one I could email her on. Oh, that's a shame. Anyway, Anyway, yeah. So that was kind of an apology. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. I think we're out of sight, out of mind. I think that's the thing. I think you're right, Paul. I think that's a. That's, I think that's that's what it is with a lot of people. To be fair. Yeah. Um. Do you remember Pete Street was going to come in? Pete who? No, it's actually. Name rings a bell. Yeah. I don't know. It's, but his show's all right on a Thursday. Uh. Oh yeah. 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 yeah I've fine. stopped tuning in now. Yeah, in I don't listening to it. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to lock the change the codes in the door and lock it, <laughs> just for a laugh. Yeah. So it doesn't go out. Huh? So he just do it so it doesn't actually broadcast. Well, I can easily just do leave that. leave him in here for two hours. What I can do is... <laughs> now, me and you will go over there. We'll do the Smurf show. <laughs> and we'll do, uh, we'll do a Peter Street impression and oh, just brilliant. slag off all of the country people. <laughs> would that be fun? Yeah, that would be hysterical. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah. He won't be listening to this, so... Uh, it's fine. Because he had something better come up. What's he So he was coming then? in today, so I planned he was coming yeah, in, I so remember. I didn't bother contacting anyone else. And then I got the usual email. Mate, mate, is it all right if I don't bother coming in this week because something else better has come up? And did I really done. Yeah, that's what he did said. Did he say what? Football. He, he's managed to get tickets. Some football something? No, was it Aston Villa? Oh, I don't know. Who's, who were they? Oh, he's, a, he's a diehard, isn't he? Aston is he? Villa fan. Yeah, well, you know. Whatever. What about, um, well, I suppose you didn't have time to ask anybody else because you just let you down. Well, yeah, I mean, I've been in, obviously in London and Reading yeah. working and trying to support the station for all the presenters. Well, but I'm sure they'll all want to come back in a couple of weeks, <laughs> in about six weeks' time. Can we mention say the, no more of that? Can we mention the new shows? Yes, we can. Because you've got two new people. Are we allowed to talk about that? <clears throat> got three new people. Well, three new? Two new people, and, and then and then sort of semi-new. Why, has one, one got two heads? Uh, yes. So okay. Sam Durham's now doing his own show, which he did on Monday, which went out really well. Oh, I didn't know and that he's got, started. he's got the record for uh, the number of people listening on really? Sunday. Yes, he has now. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me. To hit him and... Beat him with a stick. Hurt him, yeah. But he's got young, lots of young listeners, so of course... So you know, have we. Have we? Well, it depends on your definition of young, doesn't it, really? Anything under the age of 77? <laughs> yeah. So what's Phil class does? Uh, old. Is he? Yeah. He's okay. 79, isn't he? Mate? Is he 79? He, he must be if he was born in 1914. Oh, yeah, he would be, yeah. Or whatever it was. Exactly, I thought that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we've got Sam, and then we've got Helen as well, and Helen's going to be doing a show on world music and classical, which I will be tuning into. That will be good. It will. Yeah. And also, uh, we've also got Jim Jones, who's uh, friendly with 7FM until it folded. Uh, and now he's coming back. And, oh, cool. Um, yeah, and, yes, yeah, good. All good. 
I did say I don't no mean to them. I, don't, I just realised what I said. I didn't mean, <laughs> but I, that was just using that as a moment in time. I'm not saying, oh, he listened and now he's not. I thought that's where you were going No, I it. wasn't. I yeah. wouldn't do that. Okay. Not to a presenter. No. Other than Pete. Me. Yeah, I'll do it to you and Pete. <laughs> and maybe Phil now. Hey, Anna, so have I dug myself out of this hole that you got to me about not being able to play at your party now? I've... Oh, I forgot about that. I just suddenly remembered oh, it. Oh, blimey. Oh, because we were going to give you stick. <laughs> I know, with Pete. Oh, I, forgot. I hate you as well now. I've forgotten about that. No, completely. but it's okay because I fixed it, didn't I? By yeah, you're delaying are. my holiday. Yeah. Well, I don't hurt you. Well, no, I don't want to hurt me. I don't, I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, you <laughs> sent me an email making me want to, like, say thanks. What? Thanks you? for coming to my party. <laughs> and and drinking free drink. Just, let's, and don't the, say you ain't going to be drinking. I, of course I can't perform if I'm not drinking, as you well know. <laughs> exactly, See the yeah. graffiti in the toilet. I am, but what about you playing the guitar after? Well, yeah, I know. I'll do that later. Okay. So just for the context, for the benefit of the listeners, you'd probably don't know why I'm getting stick. Yeah. So this is your 50th birthday party, Big Bash. All right, all right. And um, I promised I'd come, and I promised I'd bring the band, and I promised we'd entertain you. So just the, the promise word was used a lot there. <laughs> and then my lovely other half decided to book a holiday on the same weekend. So, so hang on, just, just to clarify that and put some context around that. I invited you both on yeah. Facebook to the event, didn't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. And she accepted. I don't think she did accept. Yes, she did. Oh, she did she? <coughs> okay, excuse me. She accepted the day after. She accepted more than, quicker than a lot of people did. Okay. Are you and sure? Because well, I'm yeah, not... I am sure, All yeah. Right, okay. I can show it you if you want. Uh, yeah, I want proof. Oh, yeah, you want proof. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and then what happened? You said, oh, just casually, you came over to look at this presenter. We were going to uh, join this presenter camp, which looks like it's a bit of a sham. <laughs> yeah. Because we didn't, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Luckily, I only put in me credit card details. <laughs> uh, and you went, oh, 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 mate, I've got some really bad news, mate. Yeah, go on, mate. What is it, mate? <laughs> mate, mate, oh, man. <laughs> Guess what, mate? I can't attend your party, mate, that I promised to come to, and, and you've planned it all around, mate. And I thought he's having a laugh here. And it, I just went into, I oh, ain't interested. I was Get having out. a laugh. Oh, you were having a laugh? No, 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 no but no, it was, was true. It was it, true, yeah. Can you believe what sort of friend does that? So, the, my only defence... Not interested. <laughs> it wasn't me that booked the holiday. But that's like saying, that's just, that's weak. That's a weak argument. And I didn't know till afterwards, when suddenly, Janine just suddenly went, oh, no. Oh, I'm like, well, well, what have you done now? Hey, did she go like this? Well, I just booked that holiday, hang on. Sent, done, it's all done, can't be cancelled. Oh, no. No, this was about a oh, week later. No. Oh, guess what I've done? Oh, you're defending her, That's Do I good. look like the man who gets involved in booking holidays? I don't know where we're going, I don't know when we're going, I don't, I really, <laughs> it's probably, she'll say it's my own fault because I don't take enough interest in the holiday. Well, so she'll say, do you want to go too... to blah, 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 or blah, blah, should we go with so-and-so? Or should we... And I'm like, well, what, you know, whatever, whatever you want. Whatever. So did she tell you when that was going to happen? Nope. <laughs> so I think uh, <laughs> we need to get some listener involvement here for sort of judgment. But anyway, yeah. having said all of that, uh-huh. I've, at mm. Uh, mm. Yeah. great personal inconvenience, uh-huh. <laughs> decided to miss the first day of my holiday, come here, um, get yeah, drunk on your free, bre- free, free beer, <laughs> and your fee beer. But to be honest, that's that's going to be the worst day because it's going to be a nightmare in that car. You've got George and you've got Happy Is. Yeah, I Because every time you talk to her, she's just not happy, is she? You can imagine her, oh, I hate you, Dad, I just hate you. <laughs> All that first day of the, tr- the yeah. getting up early, the being the, the sleep deprivation... And all of that is You just, are right. I, I, get the, I don't get the horrible journey stuff. Yeah. I just pitch up the next day after they've got to the, um, the whatever house, whatever you want to call it, that we're staying in. Hotel? No, we, well, no we, I think we've got a big house. Oh, you've got a big house? Yeah. Is it on the Isle of Wight? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, is it near Black Gang Chine? I have no idea. 
<laughs> I generally don't know where it is. Okay, what, the Isle of Wight? It's sort of south Well, I know where that is. Southeast. So I miss all that. I just pitch up the next day. Yeah. And you said... Smoking a cigar with yeah. dark glasses on. <laughs> no, I don't know if you're being serious. You said seeing about flying over, which 40 minutes, I can't believe it's only 40 it minutes. It's 40 minutes, yeah. That's fantastic. How much will that cost me then? About 150 quid. See, that's almost, that's almost worth it. I it might, might be more than that. Okay. Well, we'll ask, we'll ask Blake, I'll just say, how much would you charge my mate yeah. to take him to, then you'd have to get a taxi from the airport. Well, no, she, we'll have the car over there. Oh, we can come and get you. Pick us up. That'll be a cool, though. I'd come with you as well. That's the way And I could sort of kiss you as you get <laughs> off the plane and then send it to Janine saying, in your face. <laughs> But it's the most rock and roll thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. To fly private plane, fly into a holiday destination after doing a gig the night before. Yeah. That's the most rock and roll. It's almost worth that. It's a bucket list thing, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I reckon that could be quite good. Otherwise, it'll be the train in the ferry. It's not quite as glam. It is. Never mind. <laughs> not quite as glam, mate. <laughs> no, but that'd be good. Anyway, so I'm hoping I've res- I've resolved myself. No, I haven't done that. You, absolved well, myself? What have I done? You've sort of absolved a little bit. Absolved means got rid of it. Anyway, I'm hoping I've fixed it by, by finding a way around it. I you, will play at your party. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy. So we're back to where we were before I told you I couldn't come. I think so. <laughs> I think so. We're going to do... I'll tell you what we're going to do now. We're going to play a little bit of 9 to 5, and then we're going to do something on... Something to do with 9 to 5. We're not going to say what it is, but it's going to be after this on 7FM. I'm Jackie Usher. I'm head of oh, sales Oh, and I've premium. clicked the wrong blimmin' button again. Dolly sounds different. She does. I clicked the wrong 9 to 5, didn't I? That's what I do. Just keep doing it. I don't know. Whoa, it's crazy. <laughs> This is a bit of Dolly P, who's a double D, on the QC. QT. I stumbled out of bed and I stumbled to the kitchen, pour myself a cup of ambition and yawn and stretch and try to come to life. Jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping, out on the streets the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine to five. Working nine to
So one in four people in the southwest claim to work better from home than they do in the office. One within seven saying a hotel, cafe or outdoor space is where they prefer to work. So what we're going to do is have a quick listen to um, somebody now who is, uh, who is it? Dolly Parton. No, Corinne Sweet, uh, who's a work-life balance expert and psychologist, and Jackie Usher from Premier Inn. And they're going to tell us a little bit more about this. I'm Jackie Usher. I'm head of sales uh, at Premier That's Jackie Inn. there. I'm Corinne Sweet. I'm a psychologist. And that's Corinne there. Thank you. Well, Premier Inn's recently completed a survey of 2,000 people in the UK uh, to understand their working lifestyles and the flexibility that they need within that working lifestyle. And we found um, that the people in the UK are working an average of 7 hours and 12 minutes outside of the standard 9 to 5 working day. Wi-Fi is essential uh, nowadays to the working community so that they can flex that working day uh, and have ultimate connectivity at a time that suits them. And what Premier Inn has done is introduced free Wi-Fi across all 690 of its hotels to offer that service to all of our guests. And in fact, anybody that wants to come in to a Premier Inn site uh, and use our facilities. So we're given the flexibility to, to people to flex their working day, maybe start earlier, start later, have a break in the middle. I think it's very important that there's a lot of free Wi-Fi and flexible Wi-Fi and gadgetry so that we can actually work wherever we are. Today, the workplace has become quite a, a rigid environment. A lot of people can't get work done there, so you need to actually get away from it. And I think this survey has shown that if people are working 7 hours, 12 minutes outside of office life, they want Wi-Fi to actually enable them to work in hotels, in cafes, on trains, in cars, or just in open space. So it's very important that the environment supports people's flexible working. From a psychological viewpoint, people want to be more in charge of their lives. They want to be feeling independent, they want to feel uh, powerful, and they want to feel that the multifaceted, multitasking life that actually a lot of women do can be supported by the environment. So if you've got free Wi-Fi and you can work outside of the, the rigid confines of an office or a, a workplace, you're actually more in charge of your life. It's an amazing fact that this survey has found that we're working 374 hours extra outside of our office life and I think we need to actually see that we're being much more flexible now about how we work, where we work, when we work and I think that's an incredibly good thing to be doing. If you want to see more look at all the w's.premierin.com. Tuesday brought all the W's. Yeah, that's what I was going to pick How up many, on. What, all of them. How many W's are there, though? Oh, hundreds. Well, that's not good, is it? Yeah, but she's down with the kids. All the W's. All the W's. So I had an email earlier. Oh, by the way, we just had a, a text in from uh, PT. Not PT. We're not talking to PT. No. We? No, we don't like him. The other one, Phil. The other one, Phil, the other one. What's he saying? Uh, Phil's saying, uh, maybe we shouldn't... Oh, maybe he's just sent that to me. No, he didn't. He actually. said maybe we shouldn't actually have Paul as a singer. Do we really want him at Clarky's party? Oh, Do we yeah. not want a female singer? Maybe what we could do is pretend that we're Pete's mate, <laughs> big it up to him, <laughs> go all right, Petey, get one of them nice, attractive young... Um, uh, well, not young, sorry. <laughs> nice, attractive... Um, yeah, he'll have this word. spade. Have this spade <laughs> and a big... There's a hole there. Yeah, yeah, um, just gonna, I'm just going to jump in it. Dig it a bit deeper. Look, maybe one of those attractive um, country stars you've got. Uh, and maybe one of the girls as well. Yeah, that'd be fine. <laughs> Or Phil, I could just wear a dress for you, mate. Yeah, and you could uh, you could dress up as Nursey out of, um, out yeah. of Blackadder, Phil. That's every Friday night uh, for the, me. with the with the beard. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Anyway, How rude, Phil. How rude. 
He is rude. He is rude, Phil. He is. So I had a, I had a text from uh, my uh, flying instructor, who I haven't flown with for uh-huh. quite a while now, uh, Jonathan Cantley, who said, "Did I hear? Uh, did I hear somebody rather uh, famous uh, on the uh, PM show this week on Radio Four? To which I said, "I'm not sure. Did you?" <laughs> and he said. I don't know. Did you? Did I? And he said, I, well, wang, where's this going? Because oh, I didn't have a clue what he's on about. <laughs> no. So he sent me a link and he said, are you doing voiceovers for Radio 4 now? And I thought, well, no, I'm not at the moment. Not yet. I will be, right. but not yet. Anyway, so he sent me this link and he said, have a listen. And do you know what? I, can, I think I see what he means. Okay. So have a quick listen. This was PM, this was PM from the 13th of Feb okay. on Radio 4. All rights reserved. Uh, copyright BBC production. Whatever the weather, we are here broadcasting to South Gloucester online at www.7fm.com. 7FM. Tuesday brought to the airwaves some classic just-a-minute minutes after David Tennant got through a whole minute on his debut performance, apparently by travelling back through time and perfecting in the late 1960s how it should be done. Maybe the BBC should have Nicholas Parsons as chairman of the leaders' debates under the rules of just a minute. It would be more interesting for voters to hear if David Cameron has policies other than cutting the deficit and if Ed Miliband will do more than just solving the cost of living crisis. Or Nigel Farage can talk on a topic without deviating into talking about immigration or the EU. At the end of the debate, listeners will also know who won by how many points they score. It's Cannabis Week next week here on PM and John Battersby will not be listening. (laughs) Cannabis? Nothing better to spend a week on? The BBC not only promotes and extols homosexuality whenever and wherever possible, and now we are all going to be besieged by Matters Cannabis. No thank you. This listener will be switching off, and furthermore, doesn't believe this is the best way to spend my licence fee. Bob Walker reported from the... What do you reckon then? Yeah, absolutely. Really? Yeah, it's got the same accent, it's also got the same... Inflections. Yeah, yeah, you get cream for that, I think. Okay. Uh, I might drop him an email, I might drop him an email and say... Who's the voiceover bloke, and um, um, why has he got my voice? That was as soon as <laughs> that opening word from that sequence when he started speaking. Immediately, the Scottish guy. No, 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 no. That's Eddie Mayer. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. No, I can see where he's coming from. Yeah. With that, it's cool. <laughs> what does anyone else think? Does it sound like me? Hope, maybe maybe I should it. have written it down. What he said. It sounds like me with stressed voice, which is most of the time at the moment. Yeah. But, no, all right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Come on. So Come on four, in with your problems. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only four minutes until the news. Ooh. Three and a half, actually. Back to back today? I think it might be. But I tell you what, before we do that, we're going to play a bit of Dave Edmonds and Girls Talk. Do you like, do you like Dave do. Edmonds? Do you know what the year this was from? This would have been about 79, 80? I think it might have been. Bit of Dave Edmonds on 7FM. It's 8.56. It's the 21st. It's a February 7FM. Back after the news. There are some things you can't cover up with lipstick
Foster and around the world. You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock, on 7 FM.
favorite fitness program the great british breakfast the easy way to start your day except this isn't the start it's the second part isn't it, it? Is. Play a bolly boy you can put your funk away now by the way okay we'll put my phone finished away so we started early on the pete uh, already <laughs> it's and been uh, ongoing isn't we it, really? see that he's going to be playing the fantastic janine barry actually uh, song on his show yeah. So we, we thought we'd spoil it for him and yeah, get all the glory and play it now. Yeah, go for so, it. But we can't do that, can we? Well, it would be a little bit Would mean. it be a bit wrong? Actually, do you know what? Reflection, no, it wouldn't. Let's play it. <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> now, let's see what he says. We've just tweeted out to Janine and to, to PT. Oh, hang on. Have I tweeted the wrong Pete? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't. It's all right. It's oh, all right. Sorry. It's okay. It's all right. Don't panic, Pete. Paul. Pete, right. Paul. Um, so we are back on the 7FM uh, breakfast show today. Do you want to do some news items? Why not? Well, do one then. I don't think I've done anything yet, have I? You haven't have you? Why don't you do one of the, one of the, the top four? Hang on, the top four? You've done the top one. Did one of the... Yeah. Do Lenovo. Oh, God, it's hard Taking work, the task yeah. over malicious adware. A computer maker Lenovo has been forced to remove hidden adware that it was shipping on its laptops and PCs after users expressed anger. The adware, dubbed Superfish... Good. was potentially compromising their security, said experts. The hidden software was also injecting adverts onto browsers using techniques more akin to malware, they added. Lenovo faces questions about why and for how long it was pre-installed on machines and what data was collected. The company told the BBC in a statement, Lenovo removed Superfish from the preloads of new computer systems in January 2015. At the same time, Superfish disabled existing Lenovo machines in the market from activating Superfish. So it sounds like they tidied that mess up, didn't it? Yeah, it's all sorted now. Everything's fine. We just had a tweet back from PT. Oh, here we go. He's saying, if you want, it's a great song. Oh, is he trying to be serious? I don't know. I can't if he's being sarcastic or not. I can't can't work it out with Pete. You never know, because he's so sarcastic, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. All the time. <laughs> he's such an evil man, isn't he? He is. Sarky Pete, we know him as, don't we? Sarky Pete. <laughs> yeah, no, we better not play it. Sarky Street. We better not play it. No. Of course, unless Janine says play it, and then we will, because yeah. she's far... Better singer than Peter. Yeah, tune in, Janine, if you're not already. This show's better than his. Yeah. Well, she'd have to be to listen to you just say that. I know, yeah. yeah. I thought that was a Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, don't say it again. What about it? So, Bad House Guest Habits. A study of 2,000 homeowners has found that the worst habits of bad guests is tracking mud through the house, following by staying glued to their phones or bringing the dog without asking. That annoys me when uh, people do that. Bring the dog with Bring them. the dog round, yeah, and they just let them loose in the house. The dog, like, wheezes up the wall. Yeah, and feasicates, defecates all over the yeah. They seen you do that. Kitchen. Where are you reading this from? 
Hey, you got your own private yeah, set of these. I, have, mm-hmm. I, I invest some time in prep, prep right. for this show. Yep. Um, those, uh, these are quite interesting, actually, but here's a list of some annoying things that guests do when they come round your house, Paul. Okay. Taking stuff from your fridge without asking for it first. Oh, that's rude. I know. It seems to be an American thing that's catching on here. Yeah, do you want this chicken back? Yeah, thanks. Oh, good. Well, wait, the cheese, I can make. Was that cheese? <laughs> no. Was it a pair of your socks and pants? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saying that they're going to use the loo and then taking ten minutes noisily checking out every other room in your house. Oh, yeah, I just we did that. <laughs> <To> you, <laughs> <laughs> Late at night after a New Year's Eve party. Go on. It was me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were drunk. I was lost, drunk and in my pants. It's so, so it starts, isn't it? <laughs> Your so children it stopped having the nightmares now. They have, yes, they have. And, of course, Operation Utree have, have, <laughs> um, have let you off now, haven't they? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Inappropriate content on 7FM. I have to send myself a letter now or email. Eating the best or most expensive biscuits from any biscuit selection that you offer them. Well, that's all right. No, I would say that's fine if you offer me a biscuit. It's uh, acceptable. Yeah. Yeah, see, see, see. Gracias, mi amigo. Uh, winning any board games or PlayStation games you might play if they come round. That's whatever. No, that's yeah. Rubbish. Pathetic. D- ah, there you go. <laughs> and, well, they, I think that the words here sort of contradict what happens in the toilet anyway. Doing something disgusting in your toilet bowl that won't flush away. So I had a mate that come around and did that. And really? Yeah, and it blocked up our pipes. And because we got a septic tank, I had to go out. Oh, and it was, it was no, a floater. No, it was a floater. Oh, no, no. And I, no. Had to, I had to bash it up with a, no, with a hammer in the end. No. <laughs> oh, dear. Winning, uh, and I hope you're having your uh, breakfast yeah, uh, on the breakfast show this Coco morning. Pops. Winning, uh, <laughs> checking out your bookshelves to judge how intelligent you may or may not be. Blimey. Making a mental note of your interior design and then copying bits of it in their <laughs> own houses a few weeks later. That's what our neighbours do. We had a bar, they had a bar. Oh. Um, yeah. So it starts. We had a shogun. No, they had a shogun, we had a shogun. Yeah. I got them back. A shagun. Burgling you when you're out. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's fair enough. It's rough areas only. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. That can happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty not very neighbourly, though, is it? So, uh, J, uh, Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling has sent a heartwarming letter to a Harry Potter fan who suffered bullying. No way. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. Yeah, that she's taken the trouble to do that. Absolutely. Of course, she's written that show, which is um, all about and filmed in um, Painswick. Yes. And um, it, it converted one of the shops. They converted one of the shops, didn't they, to a, a Naughty Ann Summers type style shop. Indeed. And uh, it got lots and lots of publicity, which is great, because yeah. that's what needs it needs. And complaints. Friend is there a spider crawling up my neck? Yes. Is there really? Yeah. Is there, honestly? <laughs> Where, no, I can't I can see feel it. it there. I don't know, that's me. Oh. That's my toe. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to say your tongue. And say, Christ, you've got a long tongue, and what are you doing licking my neck? <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, Pete, we won't play the song. Uh, we better not. We don't want to upset you. Um... We don't want to. We don't want to get on the wrong side of you because we know what you like. Yeah. We might have to tweet that out. Actually, and say that. Psycho Pete. Psycho Pete. When did we give him that nickname from? Where did that come from? Um, I think it was. Cause don't remember that time you came in and you said, "Are you doing Pete?" And um, and and he and he went. He got went mental at you. Pulled went a mad knife on me. Yeah, and he pulled that knife on you, and yeah. then he tried to attack you with a chair. Yeah, that's what started it. And then it? you started crying, which uh, which uh, you know, which yeah. you do, yeah. uh, no, which everyone would do, and um, and then he, he he basically beat you up. He gave me a Chinese burn. Did he? Yeah, killed me. That's what? terrible. I got something up my neck. It's not. Yeah. Oh, is it something with a cable? Oh. <laughs> don't do that. No, don't. Is that a bit provocative? Yeah, you be careful when the webcam goes off. With the webcam? Yeah. <laughs> What's up with you and your words? <laughs> you know what it is? Because I've got the same problem. I do stuff like that. I think we've got the same brain. We have. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, only one of us got it at any one time. Ooh. Hang on, she's come back. 
Janine Barry's come back. What's she say? Oh, should we just should we if, say if you call us, we'll play it? That's cool. Yeah. Right, I'm going to play a song and I'm going to tweak that out now. It is, it's gone around the front now. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit of Dire States, Sultans of Swing. Yeah. This was from uh, 1991. Dire States. Did I say Dire States? Did I? <laughs> yeah. What year was it? Was this from then? 81. Okay. I'm going to tweet you back now. So if you call us or Skype in, we'll play it. Shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park But meantime Sound of the river, you're stopping, you hold everything A band is blowing Dixie, double fall time You feel alright when you hear the music ring
We found we we can't find her song, Pete. Of course, of course. All the presenters were told if you ever put music out on Seven FM, put it into the presenter, put it into the, the standard playlist, so other presenters can actually share and and uh, radiate this these great songs. And Janine's songs are really good. I tried oh, to Google oh. Janine Barry, but I spelled it wrong. Do you know what comes up throughout the top ten results? Janine pushes Barry off a cliff. He's oh, I've got that as well. <laughs> but the thing is, uh, of course, no one's done that, and so we don't have it in our playlist. Thank you, Peter Street, again. Do you know what the song's called? It's called All Night. Uh, and I've, I've got it over the other side, but I haven't got it in here. Okay. So. No, I've got some stuff on here, but not what the a, one we want. So just let us down again, then. not he? Yeah. It's just me, me, me. But she hasn't she hasn't tweeted us anyway, so That's right. we're not going to. How many followers, followers has she got? 5,000 million. Okay. It's quite a lot. Right. Is she Skyping in? No. <laughs> Maybe jump then. You didn't. You'd be scared. I'd be scared talking to her, to be fair. I'd be off. I'd be really <laughs> I'd frightened. Leave, I'd go. I'd leave I'd, in the studio on her own side. I'd, I'd, I would just have to, uh, Well, <laughs> I'd be too scared, to be fair. <laughs> what we're going to do now, though, is going to play something about facial recognition. So, the technology behind facial recognition from the system that can scan millions of faces in real time and compare them to a database to the prototype glasses that could help police officers identify suspects. BBC's Click... BBC Click Spencer Kelly. You, have you heard of him? No. No, not at all? Just now, when you mentioned him. Well, that's the first time you heard of him. Yeah, it is. He's good, actually, because he does a load of stuff on BBC Click. Worth listening to. Okay. Um, Spencer Kelly looks at the technology behind facial recognition. We're going to play a piece from this now. Music, news and information for South Gloucester. Sure. 7FM. Unlike any other biometric identifier such as fingerprint or iris scan technology, facial recognition operates at a distance without the person being identified ever knowing that their image was captured and stored on a database. A recent investigation by the BBC revealed that the police in England and Wales have already uploaded 18 million photos to a facial recognition database without any public consultation, adding to already mounting concerns about the level of surveillance conducted by governments and private companies. I recently visited Los Angeles-based Face First, a company that runs facial recognition systems for US law enforcement services and airports. Every day, Face First systems scan millions of faces all around the world looking for persons of interest. Face First's boss, Joseph Rosencrantz, wanted to show me just how their system works. He told me that to recognize a person, a face recognition algorithm uses over 16,000 reference points. But believe it or not, this is actually not the clever bit. 
What is clever is the ability to scan millions of faces in real time and compare them to a database, intelligently deciding which people in the crowd are of interest and to whom. And the images don't have to come from already installed security systems or be processed by a PC either. All of that can be done using just a mobile phone. And in the future, this prototype system could take feeds from cameras mounted in police officers' glasses. The cop looks at the suspect and the system can tell them if there's a match. And it's this last example that may cause the most concern for privacy advocates, a device that gives the wearer discreet, even hidden powers of identification just by looking at someone. Joseph, however, has close experience of an event when this type of quick facial recognition may have changed history. In 9-11, a friend of mine was actually on one of those planes that crashed into the World Trade Center. Very soon after that, I started trying to apply everything I knew about security and technology to how could you possibly have detected that person and prevented the crime? What I came to realize is that they actually had video footage of these individuals walking through airports and these people were on a watch list. I mean the power of the system is the watch list. But there was no way to apply this, let's say, to every US airport. There is today. There wasn't back then because the platform was missing. It turns out, though, that facial recognition is still a work in progress. Sure, the algorithms can recognize a face from many angles, but in order to do so, they do need an original, good quality, straight on, passport style photo to work from. Fine if you already know who you're looking for, not so helpful if all you have to work from is a chance shot taken from a security camera. Imagine a world where you've brought in facial recognition, iris recognition, earlobe recognition, gait recognition, the way you walk, and fused all those biometrics together. So every image is subjected to multiple different types of video analytics. And each analytic creates a vote of confidence of whether the person is who, in fact, they're supposed to be. You say face recognition says it's Spencer. And gate recognition says it's Spencer, it's Spencer. That's where it's going. The argument for facial recognition in law enforcement might be a strong one. But then there's that other thing. The thing where our faces are used to identify us to shops and other companies keen to know our habits and target us with personalized offers. Protecting our privacy may become an increasingly impossible task. Music and news for that This is really exciting because on the line all the way from America, we've got Janine. Hi, Janine. Hello. How you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. You've got quite an English accent for an American country oh, yeah, star. Yeah, I have. Sorry, I just uh, is, I've gone back now. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So, uh, how, what do you think of Peter, Peter Street? Well, I never really liked him, but he keeps playing my music, so I felt I have to tune in. Or, well, I tell him I tune in. I don't really. Um, you know, he's bit, I find him a bit creepy. <laughs> a bit creepy, yeah, Jimmy. Yeah, he's putting things on my Facebook page and stuff and sending me these pictures of his feet. I don't like it at all. <laughs> he sent you a photograph of his feet. Yeah, he seemed to think I find it sexy, but I don't. <laughs> 
See, I find that really strange because... Yeah, um, really strange. I find it really strange too. Yeah, see, I, I just think... So, but anyway, it's good that you've got this new song out. Um, oh, I love it. It's what's good. the name of the song? Uh, well, it's a, re- <laughs> it's a follow-up to my uh, the debut AP, which is called Give Me Something, that will be released on the 31st of October. <laughs> <laughs> Your voice is going strange to me. <laughs> I'm doing the impression of Hinge and Bracket. <laughs> We gotta stop this. We gotta <laughs> Sorry, Janine. We're trying Sorry, we're Janine. Not, <clears throat> we're, we've got to stop ridiculing Peter Street because know, this yeah. is getting this is just getting <laughs> out of hand now. <laughs> so we need to go serious now. So I'll tell you what, no, this read is some, it, this on, some great it. stuff. So the debut single, this so the one I think Pete must have is the follow up, the brand new one. Um, so we haven't we can't find that. It's on the other system, not on our system, so Pete's keeping that hidden. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So having it's a typical Pete. <laughs> having a look. So she's got a really, really good CV, has Janine. Loads of stuff she's done, including, uh, I've just read here, a performance of Amazing Grace with the Philharmonic Orchestra. I want to hear that. In front of 2,000 people, which is about the same as a monkey face gig, but anyway. Is it? Um, (laughs) You don't have, uh, do you have that many people? Oh no, that's two, sorry, two. Two people, not 2,000. So there's a description here, if if you're interested in checking her out. She has a unique sound with honest lyrics that mix a country and pop, which appeal to a wide variety of music lovers. Despite having her own sound, she's been flattered to have been compared to greats such as Carrie Underwood, Martina McBride, Leanne Rimes, and Emmy Lou Harris. So there's a pretty good uh, track record to be uh, compared to. Her passion for music has taken Janine a journey to many places. One of them was Berlin, where she met her vocal coach, David Lee Brewer, has taught amazing artists such as Beyonce. This is a good list here. H-Town, Latoya Lookout, and many more. Oh, fantastic. fantastic. And of course, just to clarify, if you are listening, Janine, you're probably not because we're, you know, we're not a country show. Um... But we are, uh, you know, we are, we are funny. Um, <laughs> Peter Street, uh, when you said the word CV, sorry, that's the same as resume. Yeah, it is, yeah, sorry, yeah. Curriculum Vitae, it's, um, it's Latin, isn't it? It is, it So is. you can find her at www, or all the W's, as uh, the lady said earlier. It's Janine Barry, that's J-E-A-N-N-I-N-E, Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, dot com. All the stuff there, tour dates, photos, um... She's nearly as attractive as Pete, actually. That's Is she really? Yeah, nearly. I'll tell you what, let's play one of her song any- songs anyway. Janine Barry, Give Me Something. What you think of me Don't 
I've got to be honest, I really, really like that. To great be fair. song. Yeah, definitely. Great that, song, great you know, voice. It's funny because I think the word country is a genre that I, I've never really understood. I know we used to have a country show, which, quite frankly, was a lot better than Pete's. Do you remember new, the new country yeah, show? Yeah, was good, country. wasn't it? Brilliant. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah brilliant show. Yeah. Brilliant. Until he got on the bandwagon. Did, yeah, and then he jumped on it, and yeah. he's now doing this, what's it called? Keeping it? Something. Country, I, don't I don't know. In the countryside, I think. But you know what? The, I, I've not realised, but I think I love country. Um, and this isn't an Alan Partridgeism. <laughs> oh. I think I love country. Um, <clears throat> but it's great because it's got such a wide sort of genre music, isn't it? So you've got the Dolly Parton. Yeah. You've got... Um, the fantastic, oh, what's her name? The fantastic, awesome, really brilliant country singer. There's a list. There's a massive list. Of yeah, there's a singers. massive list. But the one I'm thinking of, how do I know which one? Think, think. Just clock, clock uh, into my head. Emily Lou Harris. No. Billy Joe Spears. No. Um, the, the very tall, thin one. Very tall, long blonde thin, hair. Long blonde hair country singer. Yes. Very uh, tonight. Shania Twain. Oh. So yeah. She, yeah, so she's kind of a more modern Commerci- country. Commercial, as I call So it. I grew up, my dad was a yeah. huge country and western fan. Yeah. This is going back a long time. So I grew up listening to people like Charlie Pride, Don Williams, oh, all these wow. kind of old school... Why don't we do a country show? Yeah, on a Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it from the other 7FM studio yeah. and cut this one off. We'll do it uh, 7 till 10. <laughs> so do it, yeah, 7 till 10. It's going to be called uh, Our Show's Better Than Yours, Pete, yeah. uh, dot com. Slash, uh, no, it's not in brackets, underscore. <laughs> uh, so, but the country, I've I got to be completely on all Jogan's side. I do listen to his show from time to time. I and do I, as well. And I love the stuff. I love this kind of, yeah. it's sort of, to me, it's a modern country. It's like rock edge to it. Yeah. Brilliant. And um, Janine, that's good, she's got a brilliant voice. Definitely. Fantastic. Like that. I can see where they draw the comparisons to some pretty big country artists. Absolutely. Uh, so you've got two stuff. new fans, Janine. Yeah. You've got two new fans indeed. Um, this is Clarkers, and you are... Holy boy. With a zero. Yeah. In the boy bit, not yeah. in the pool bit. I know. Just and I noticed that uh, Mr. Street is P Street. I don't know if that's his handle or is that where he lives. Is that? <laughs> not sure. <laughs> but you know what? I might actually have a listen to some more of her stuff later because I think she's uh, rather good. Yeah, brilliant. We should play more. That's good. Yeah, Sunday yeah, Fair. definitely. So, and that's going to be played, I believe, on Thursday night between 8 and 10 on the Peter Street. Keeping it country show. Yep. But anyway, we got some more. We got some more informative news items coming up now. So we're going to have a listen about and, and talk about glamping. Do you know what glamping is, Paul? Is that glamorous camping? Uh, it is indeed. It is. He says. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So there might be a chilling the air, but this hasn't stopped bookings for camping and caravan in holidays significantly increasing. According to new figures just released by the Camping and Caravanning Club, ahead of next week's caravan, camping, and motorhome show between the 17th and 22nd of Feb. That's already. Uh, it's already there. Um, it, they, they've released and said that they've seen a 15% increase in bookings for wigwams, pods, and safari tents. <laughs> right. And to meet the increased demand, it's launching a brand new glamping experience at the show. Do you want to hear more, Paul? Oh, I certainly do. Would you like to hear a lot more? Yeah. Here well, it goes. Whatever the weather, we are here broadcasting to South Gloucester online at www.7fm.com. 7FM. Hello, my name is Ben Fogel and I'm here at the Caravan Camping and Motorhome Show representing the Camping and Caravanning Club and helping to introduce their new initiative, Ready Camp. I've been camping and caravanning ever since I was a, a young boy, um, taking in all its various forms. One of my most memorable memories was in a motorhome uh, with my father and my sisters when I was about 15 years old or so going across Western Canada, and it really was one of those moments 
one of those holidays I'll, I'll never forget. And ever since I've kind of been hooked on the outdoors, being able to take in an environment, smell it, taste it, be very close to it. And I think that's the joy of camping in all these different forms, that uh, you get to access places you wouldn't normally have a chance to access. And since then, um, I've actually been able to make it part of my my job, part of my lifestyle. So I probably spend the best part of six months camping in one shape or form, whether it's in a in a bivy bag, in a tent, in a hammock, in a teepee, in a yurt, you name it, some somewhere, somehow, um, in this country and, and overseas. 2015 um, sees the ever-increasing popularity of glamping. We've heard a lot about glamping. This is a, a move towards uh, going into wigwams, safari tents, um, a, a permanently erected tent that has the sort of creature comforts that maybe people who are a bit nervous or, or apprehensive about taking on uh, the camping experience um, want to see. And uh, th there's already a huge increase in uh, bookings for glamping, in fact, a 15% year-on-year increase. And I think it's almost the perfect in to the camping world. Anyone who who isn't sure about it, especially families with kids that have um, maybe a few more needs than traditional camping might offer, um, glamping can give that. And, and the creation of ready camps from the Camping and Caravanning Club is symbolic of that. The, at 17 sites across the UK, the Camping and Caravanning Club have erected, pre-erected these glamping tents which look a bit like a safari tent uh, very nostalgic they've got beds in them um, they've got bunk beds for children uh, they've got uh, basic electricity so that you can uh, have lighting you can charge your phone if you're in there it, it's basically a, a home in the wilderness and it's just teetering on that um, boundary between the the sort of classic rough bush camping and uh, and then the other end of the spectrum which is the motorhome which uh, you know is increasing in popularity perhaps costs a little bit more money what you must think uh, uh, and take into account with with something like ready camping and uh, this whole glamping movement is that it's it's quite cost effective you can rent a, a ready camp tent from uh, just 20 pounds a night in the low season and uh, and it just means that you can spend more time perhaps with your family in a unique environment and just be very very close to nature i think my advice to anyone starting out is go for it D don't go too extreme don't just go and buy a, an expensive tent that you don't know how to put up and end up in some damp wilderness with screaming children all, all around you May, maybe try out the glamping try out the ready camp um perhaps join the camping and caravanning club it's uh, it's just 30 well it starts at 37 pounds a year you've got access to all of their sites information ev everything you could need or have a look at the national camping and caravanning week which is from the 25th to the 31st of may anyone who wants to find out more information just needs to go to campingandcaravanningclub.co.uk Music and news for sad Oh, there you go. There we go. I'm not sure about glamping. Uh, give me a hotel any day. Well, I was going to say, you said that the, uh, the, the, the getting close to nature, like they mentioned, the walk, way you do it is walk around the garden with no pants on, keep sitting <laughs> on the grass. Absolutely. Which, to be honest, is not everyone's cup of tea, but no. it might be yours. Certainly not my neighbours. No, no, it isn't. Right after the me. incident. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that was uh, that was a bit about glamping there, which is a it's a corny name for glamour camping, but I suppose it's appropriate, isn't it? It's fair enough. Yeah. 
just had an email from Peter, actually, which I wish I'd read it before uh, 8 o'clock, because I wouldn't have ridiculed him or tried to ridicule him in any way whatsoever. What's up with him? No, he just sent me an email saying I, we might have a sponsor for my show. Oh, So no. what I'm going to do, Pete, is make you my new best friend, <laughs> and uh, everyone else who doesn't have a sponsor, they're getting canned. I've got a sponsor. Except for my show. Yeah, um, but that's not to do with that's to do with drinking. My dad. What would he sponsor you? Yeah, give us a pound a week, pocket money. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> Sponsorship. Plus VAT. I'll be one pound to no, 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 he won't. He's, he, he's retired now. Is, oh, there's no VAT. <clears throat> well, I have to still charge it. Okay. All right, one pound and 17p then. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I respect that. <laughs> so, Pete, you are my new best friend, and I love you in ways you would understand. Um, but it's time to play another song. And I know we don't normally play uh, a song from two artists in the same show, but now this is the new country show that we're doing. This is a bit of Dolly P and Jolene. Who can not love this song? Great guitar. Fantastic guitar, fantastic chords. Yep. Here she is. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Jolene. Your smile is like a breath of spring Your voice is soft like summer rain And I cannot compete with you, Jolene He talks about you in his sleep And there's nothing I can do to keep from crying When he calls your name, Jolene And I can easily understand How you could easily take my man But you don't know what he means to me, Jolene of men, but I could never love again. He's the only one for me, Jolene. I had to have this talk with you. My happiness depends on you and whatever you decide to do, Jolene. So this next one is a bit of Depeche Mode following it on from our D, the letter D today. And this is Just Can't Get Enough. This is from our friend, for our friend, in fact, Pagita. Yeah, both. Where's she going to be now? Uh, she'll be ice skating in Stockholm. With? Vanya. And this is for? Them. Good. <laughs> Thank you. 
From Fire Tiger, and you're listening to Severn FM. Uh, nice bit of Tiff there. Oh, Hi, I want to play this song next. I really like it. Hi, Tiff. She's talking to me. I've I want to play this one as well. I'm going to play this. It's like Andy's jukebox this morning. I still got a voicemail from Tiff on my phone. Oh, uh, well, whatever. <laughs> this is Dubstar, not Semantic Now. Another band beginning with D. Now, I know this was from 1997. They used to play this and the Eels, um, Susan's House, back-to-back for some reason. Yeah. Don't know why. There you go. Phil's just said thanks for an excellent show. Phil, we do love you. Thank you, Phil. We do love yeah, you. Yeah, we do. Uh, and I worry that we take things too far with Pete, but uh, Paul says no.
Good song, that. We like that. We do. Can I say a quick hello to somebody who's not listening? You can. This is probably the doziest of all my female friends, Ooh. Angela Wakefield, who has now spent about an hour trying to work out to listen to us and just can't get it. All she can get is to listen again. And you're flipping hopeless, you dozy woman. She's, well, you've told her the wrong details. No, I haven't. I've told her all the right details. She can't do it. She's just hopeless. Really? What She's have you told her? Technically challenged. Oh. Uh, so, um... Yeah. I'm sorry, I was just going to start then. <laughs> so forget it, but she can listen again. Okay. Say something read about her first. No, no, she sounds lovely. All right. But to be honest, if you're saying she's technically challenged, because you're a technical <laughs> div. I'm all right. You're all right, are you? Go on, let's do the news Oh, right, we'll do the news now. Should we do that? Yeah, we've only got four minutes left. Okay, here we go. So this is the newspaper headlines. Islamic State, girls' fear as Oscar previews and cricket shame. Several papers focus on the fears for the safety of three East London schoolgirls who have flown to Turkey. As the Daily Star reports, there are concerns that the trio, 2H15 and 1-16, will join Iskremics... Apologies. Extre- ex- I can't say it. Extremists, thank you. Fighting for the Islamic State, also known as ISIS. And as the I reports, it's believed the trio intend to travel to Syria. They are understood to have been inspired by a classmate who met jihadists, the paper says. Police describe the girls who flew from London's Gatwick Airport on Tuesday as extremely vulnerable. Above pictures of the Bethnal Green Academy pupils making their way through the airport, the Daily Mail uses the headline, The Schoolgirl Jihadi Brides. The paper says Scotland Yard faces questions as to how the girls were able to travel unchallenged, despite having no parents or guardian with them. Police say one of the girls might have travelled under the name of her elder sister. According to the Daily Mail, the girls had been model pupils at the East London School. A spokesman for the East London Moss said he thought the girls had been misled. The families of the three girls said to be devastated at their disappearance. The Guardian quotes police suggesting the trio may not have been able to travel far from Istanbul because of the snowy weather in the area. If that's the case, authorities have good chance of bringing them home, police say. The Times also pictures the girls on its front pages. However, its elite story reports that Labour is drawing up plans for a raid on some of the tax breaks afforded to people, saving for pensions. In a bid to reduce fees for university students from £9,000 to £6,000. The Daily Telegraph also focuses on pensions. The paper quotes the head of the Pensions Protection Fund, which compensates savers when an employer's insolvency causes a pension fund shortfall, saying savers are being misled about the safety of final salary funds and with many might struggle to pay a full pension. And the last-ditch agreement by the Eurozone to extend financial aid to Greece is the lead story for the FT weekend. The paper says the deal avoided bankruptcy for Athens but set up another potential standoff in June when a 3.5 billion euro debt payment becomes due. The Independent claims thousands of low-paid workers are being sent letters accusing them of cheating the tax credit system by a firm used by Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs to track benefit fraud. HR, HMRC is quoted insisting that people are only contacted if there's an indication that something is amiss. And a bogus GP has been held amid concerns she carried out sexual assaults on dozens of patients, according to The Sun. The paper says 92 people have been asked if they were intimate, intimately examined by a woman police. Nope, that's gone by a woman. Police fear was working under <laughs> Thanks. this doctor. <laughs> Despite having no qualifications, I have to edit all that out. A diet full of everyday foods such as fish and vegetables can help stave off dementia, according to a study quoted in the Daily Express. The research found that depression, diabetes, heavy drinking and a lack of vitamin B12 can all lead to a higher chance of developing dementia. It promotes foods rich in B12. And that was your news front pages read very finely by Paul and completely messed up by me on a number of accounts. Today on 7FM, it's 9.59. We've got 50 seconds to go. 
Can I just say <laughs> what? Can I just say though that tongue thing? As soon as I started <laughs> speaking, the tongue thing happened. So I, I bit my tongue last night. Yeah. So I've got an ulcer on the side of it. Ow. Too much info. Yeah. And, and when I speak and say some words, I get them wrong. Of course, my brain then starting like it's doing it now. Yeah. You need a bit of uh, all cocktail med- medicine. I'm not having any that. of that. I might have just edit out all that out. <laughs> Because, I mean, and, and trust me to get the words wrong on the most important and serious bits as well. Well, you know what happens. Yeah, it does. You. It does happen to me. <laughs> We've had a great show, haven't we? It's been good. I've enjoyed it today. Great we're, fun. We're going to have to say goodbye now. We're going to we be are. back next week. We are. And um, Paulie Boy's going to be here. Pete says he's going to be back, but of course I'll get the email on Thursday saying, oh, I, I got the chance to work and earn money. Absolute Is that all right? Yep. Is it? No. Okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. And 7fm.com.